Welcome, welcome, welcome to another exciting David Pollack show. We are here uh, in our new studio. I'm calling it the Dark David Studio. It's like the Dark Brandon Studio with the red lights, as you see behind me here, guys, if you're watching uh, on, our, on our social media channels. So we're in our new studio with uh, producer Matta back there on the ones and twos, I think they call it. I think that means records. But there he is back there in the Tim Pool looking beanie. <laughs> doing his thing. Uh, I'm excited to be back here tonight. Guys, um, there's a lot to cover today, so I'm just going to go fast like you're always used to, a fast-paced show. Um, I'm so excited about our guest later. Uh, you're going to be blown away uh, by Mr. Mark Carter. I, you'll hear all about what he has to say. It's very exciting stuff. We got Iowa results coming out later. Uh, it's MLK, so we have to talk about that. There's lots to talk about here, guys. And like I do every single week, I have to catch you up on what you've missed since we last spoke. And a lot has happened, so I'm just going to give you a short. But before I get there, I have to remind you uh, to go to MyPillow.com forward slash Pollock. Uh, get yourself a MyPillow so you don't get woke. Save yourself up to 80% across their product line. So go to MyPillow.com. You can also use promo code Pollock. Um, you have to go and take care of uh, Mr. Lindell over there. You know why? Fox News has canceled him. That's right, not just Tucker. Now they've gone after Mike Lindell. This is going to be video one. They've just decided, I guess, that they're no longer going to take care of the... I mean, how many people buy my pillows because of Fox? And now they're not going to be able to anymore. Let's go ahead and just roll it. Here's Mike Lindell. Hello, everyone. I've got some very disturbing news. Fox News just canceled my pillow. This is disgusting. Um, I've, you know, because I have spoke out to help secure our elections since January of 2021. Uh, this has been going on, first the box stores, the shopping channels, and now Fox News. Now, um, I can only say, gee, what did you not want my face on your network because I'm so branded with our real president, Donald Trump? Uh, is it because we added Lou Dobbs to Lindell TV this week? Um, and uh, I, we don't know yet, but I'm just, I just wanted to let you all know, Fox News has canceled my pillow. Thank you. That's right. Fox News has canceled my pillow. Fox News. What happened to Fox News? I mean, they've gone so never Trump, which is funny because DeSantis was out there the other day talking, like making all of excuses, almost like Russia, Russia, Russia. And he was like, well, you know, Fox News has been shilling for Trump. Yeah, right. I mean, Fox News has been trying to they had that debate. Don't you remember the Sean Hannity, Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis debate? Uh, Fox News has not been a Trump supporting network. And uh, this is just further proof of that. Now they've canned Mike Lindell. That's fine. We can still support you, Mike. We can still support MyPillow. So that's why it's important more now than ever to go to MyPillow.com. Get yourself some MyPillow stuff. It's all great. I got the dog beds. I got the pillows. I got the slippers. I got the sheets. I'm telling you guys, it's the best stuff. And now we have to support him. Send Fox News a message. MyPillow.com slash Pollock or promo code Pollock. Go ahead and check them out. Also, over the weekend, there was a... You know, free, free Palestine video, uh, free, free Palestine uh, march, marching to the White House to let Joe Biden know that they're upset with America's support of Israel. Um, this is going to be video two. And, if, and as you can imagine, it was mostly peaceful, of course. Let's go ahead and roll it. There you see them shaking the gates, screaming. At the police officers there. 
throwing things over the thing, trying to push the gate over. Now, of course, if they were wearing Trump hats, this would be an insurrection. Could you imagine if they had to evacuate the White House if a gang of Trump supporters were trying to break down the fence? They'd be in jail right now, every single one of them. Actually, there'd be people in jail all across the country that are engaging in pro-Palestine march. Look at those middle fingers. You know, real nice, real nice. What are those guys doing? Well, how are those guys uh, standing, resisting your cause there, guys? Right? They're just keeping you from storming the White House. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I don't even need to talk about the hypocrisy with you guys. <laughs> free, free Palestine, right? Um, I, the left continues to support these people. Um, and why? Why does the left support them? Not because, is it because they hate Israel? Maybe. Or is it because those people who have their face, why do they always have their faces covered? You notice that? Whether it's a mask uh, from COVID, whether it's a, a mask from it being cold, and now it's these, you know, Palestinian war wrap things that they're wearing. Covering your faces because they don't want you to see they're the same people. Whether it's Black Lives Matters marches, whether it's anti-Kavanaugh marches, anti-Trump marches, pro-women marches, anti-abortion marches, George Floyd marches, uh, whatever marches they want to march, marches, same people, same paid people, Antifa people who show up and destroy things. They're just wearing a different costume while the left rolls out the red carpet for them. When are they going to understand? that these people can cause real problems in this country, trying to make it seem as if we are somehow supportive of terrorist causes. Meanwhile, you have people coming across the southern border. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. Guys, <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore about these Free Free Palestine people, but look, nobody was injured. I don't think a few people were arrested, but this is what you get when, uh, you know, you go and say, hey, guys, go keep on protesting. All I know is that that was an insurrection as far as I've seen an insurrection. Um, also, which is really interesting, now Taiwan, just, I don't know if you guys saw this over the weekend as well, Taiwan had a an election. A lot of people had their eyes on it because they were basically saying it, it'll determine uh, whether or not, um, you know, whether or not this is going to be a, a pro-China, it's going to be topic four. You can pick it up whenever. Um, I'm looking at it here on my computer. This is, but basically, whether or not China is going to be happy or not, well, China's not happy because now they've we, we uh, global leaders are congratulating. I think it's Lai Ching Tae for winning Taiwan's presidential election. This was not the uh, person uh, Beijing wanted, so um, that's something to keep an eye on. You know, the tensions are high, and as long as Biden is president, we've talked a lot a lot about the possibility of China invading Taiwan after what Russia did to Ukraine. They're not happy with the new president, so we're going to have to see what happens there. All right, well, without further ado, we have to get right into the main uh, topic of this show. Uh, this is going to be video three. After all, it's MLK Day, and we can't forget his dream. It's important that we don't forget his dream right now because what we're talking about later in the show with our special guest, Mark Carter, is how people are uniting uh, and standing up against this invasion at our border, standing up against Democrat policies that are nothing but pro-crime, anti-community. Let's listen uh, to Martin Luther King's speech and be reminded uh, of what he dreamed for America. You can go ahead and roll it. I have a dream 
that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. That, that was the dream. And the left has pretended that they were the ones who was trying to deliver upon that dream. But they haven't. Look at these blue cities and states. Look at them. Look at places like Chicago, New York, Philadelphia. Look at places like Baltimore, Washington, D.C. In the black communities, crime rises. Democrat politicians couldn't care less, it seems. What have Democrats done for black people except tell everybody that it's the Republicans that are raped while they go and promote policies that do nothing besides destroy their communities, which do nothing besides make sure people see the color of people's skins and not the content of their character. And then we have a president who calls President Trump racist. We have a President Biden that sounds like this. This is going to be video five. This is your American president. Roll it. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. Romney wants to let the, he said in the first hundred days, he's going to let the big banks once again write their own rules. Unchain Wall Street. They're going to put you all back in chains. Look, we need to reform the criminal justice to make sure black mothers feel confident when they send their child, their, their son out on the street that he's going to be safe. We've got to recognize, we got to recognize that kid wearing a hoodie may very well be the next poet laureate and not a gangbanger. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. And if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Yeah, yeah. That's it, guys. That is President Biden telling everybody else that they're racist, telling us that white supremacy is the biggest threat to the country. That's the commander in chief. He probably doesn't remember saying any of those things, but people are waking up to it. 
No longer are people going to pretend that Democrats are the ones looking out for their best interest. And look at what's happening in Chicago. Uh, this is video seven. They're talking about inviting President Trump and flipping that city red. Go ahead and roll it. Chicago's in crisis. Lifelong residents fed up with the condition of the Windy City, which has seen a 16% jump in crime, over 14,000 migrants living in the city, and a 14% rise in homelessness. But now some residents want solutions that sound a lot like Republican priorities. We don't have enough room for the migrants. We don't have support services. We must close the southern border. We cannot really take care of more migrants coming to Chicago. Chicago resident and activist Mark Carter and Chicago resident Kata Truss say they're done with the Democrat Party in Chicago, want to flip the city red in 2024. They both join me now. Thanks for being here, Mark. Start with you. Has Chicago reached that tipping point where people finally say, look, enough is enough. I'm switching from Democrat to Republican, something that that city hasn't seen in decades, if not like centuries. Definitely. And, uh, and that is because uh, we see that the Democratic Party uh, has decided to do away with us. And so uh, we're fine with that. And so we're going to do away with them. Uh, and with that, we say uh, to uh, Donald Trump, come to Chicago and meet with us. Um, this city not only has, this, has decided to do away with us, but they have come up with a plan called the Office of New Americans which is attached to a bigger plan across the country. So we say this to all of our people across the country, uh, that the bigger plan is Cities for Action. Cities for Action is where over 200 mayors and county executives have, de have decided to take care of immigrants over Americans. And so since they've decided, uh, since the blue has decided to uh, uh, do away with us, then we've decided to go red and do away with them. And so the organizing begins. Be before we get to Cotton, Mark Carter joins me right now on the David Pollack Show. Mark, welcome to the show. Um, I've been seeing your videos. You're all over the place lately. What's interesting is all you had to do was say, Trump, come on down to Chicago. Oh, yes. And, you, you know, there's been a lot of calls for Republicans to come down to Chicago. I mean, y'all have been dealing with the crime. You've been dealing with now the, the immigration they're kicking people out of their homes to house migrants that aren't even American citizens. And that's made a lot of people angry. I know you've been uh, an activist and speaking out on a lot of issues for years, but this seems to be the thing that's really got a lot of people upset. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, we've been dealing with 76 years of uh, the Democratic Party uh, as black Americans here. But, um, Demo you know, Demo the Chicago Democratic Party has been in place since, what, 96 years to be exact. And so, uh, oh man, imagine 76 years and, and waiting for me, uh, I would say I'm 50. So waiting practically all my life to uh, um, just grow old enough to push back and be able to organize against what's happening. Uh, our parents kind of set to the back a little bit and just accepted life for what it was. Um, but for us, nah, we're not going for that. And so um, uh, with this thing on immigration, like you said, it, it was one of those issues where uh, we've been able to organize and, and get the people to rise up like never before. Um, man, we're talking high on unemployment, schools closing, 
uh, murder at all time high, no resources, uh, or should I say very little resources to take our community to the next level. And the people just weren't responding. For me, for the last 25 years as an activist around um, lack of employment issues, uh, discrimination on the jobs, uh, just hi not hiring us, period, police shootings, uh, um, you know, starving the people into savagery and then blaming the people for murder and mayhem and, and and for you all you know being across being from across the country you would think that we having uh you know a gang problem or or just the people just you know in a life of crime but the real reason behind the scenes is the social engineering this is intentional what you see happening here in chicago and most people are either too scared to speak on it don't understand or know what's going on or just have given up. And so for, for me, you know, as an activist, having gone through some things in my life, uh, spent time in prison, you know, because as a young kid, we all got involved with some mischievous things at times, right? Um, but it didn't have to be, had this Democrat party, and I'm talking about mainly Democrats in our community, who played a major role with the rest of the Democratic Party and starving the community. You know, things didn't have to be because there were more than enough resources. You know, this year alone, this city's budget $17 billion. There's still no talk of including the people. But when it comes to illegal immigration, every resource known to man from federal down to state, down to county, down to municipal levels are being used to stabilize these people who just walked into this country illegally, never held accountable, um, and then uh, Joe Biden has come up with what's called even uh, humanitarian parole. So now they don't have to go to court for the, the crimes they committed. And if they work, what well, I, I think they said, 18 months, paid work for 18 months, then they would be given an accelerated path to citizenship. And so we say enough is enough. And I, I'm glad, I'm glad that Abbott sent the illegal immigrants here, because guess what it did? It woke the people up like never before. So, uh, Two, I would say one way the people would look at it as this dude did a bad thing. But for me, as an activist out here who's been trying to wake the people up, to a certain degree, I'm glad that he did it because it woke the people up in a way that I had I've never seen um, the vast majority of people speak out and stand up. Yeah, I mean, and that's what's funny is, is you saw this in Martha's Vineyard last year when Ron DeSantis sent uh, a plane full of migrants there to Martha's Vineyard because you have all of these places throughout the country, all these liberal places, where they want to have sanctuary cities, they want to keep the border open. The border states for years have been saying, we have no place to house these people. We have no place to educate these people. They're coming across the border. They're committing crimes. And the country's always been like, eh, it's a border state problem. Nobody, Nobody's paid attention to it. So Republican governors got smart and they said, okay, well, let's take the border state problem and export it to the rest of the country. If you want to, if you in Washington DC want to make this our problem, we're going to make it your problem. And they started sending people to places like Illinois where they had open door policies, places like New York where they had open door policies throughout the country. And the, the best example of this is when they sent in the Martha's Vineyard. It was less than 24 hours when those people in that town that has a 50% ocup occupancy rate because it's a vacation town, it took less than 24 hours for them to give them some some sugared cereal and send them on a bus somewhere else and talk about but, how but horrible. You know, but, but you know, even better than that, 
you fashion yourself as this sanctuary city, this welcoming city, then uh, you know the Board of States did exactly what was needed to be done. Uh, if you say that you don't want ICE to come in and regulate, then the Board of States did exactly what needed to be done. And if you're Joe Biden, who did after Title 42 expired, you say open the borders, then they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Now, so we, what we're saying is as Americans all across this country, being that the Democratic Party wants to open the borders for these people, then we must all come together. See, when you see, it's one thing for you all to speak on what's happening, but when black America speaks up and we do it together, it, 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 it says a whole different tune then. It speaks a whole different uh, uh, voice, it sings a whole different song. And so this is about us uniting across this country as Americans, America first Americans, uh, to oppose this mass immigration because it's not going to stop. And so we're going to have to stop it. And how do we do that? We must join forces across the country uh, um, uh, as Americans under this American agenda, this America first agenda, to slap it in the face the way it's slapping us. That's what we're going to have to do. Yeah, and you know, they've awakened more than just the immigration problem. And I talked about this earlier. Um, you know, for the longest time, the Democrats have just basically taken advantage of the black support for Democrat oh, yes. candidates. I mean, you look at your what your mayor, he's just like, it, it's an international crisis. Your mayor doesn't care how it's affected at all. At all. How it's affected, but that's how it's been forever. The Democrats in power have never really cared that much about what people think of their policies because it's not just chicago it's philadelphia it's baltimore it's new york it's washington dc the crime in the black communities the issues in the black communities, you guys have been neglected by the people you put in charge yes but the thing that always frustrates me as a conservative why do people keep voting for the people who keep putting the putting people in these situations and i think for now with the immigration thing it was basically the straw that broke the camel's back because now people are like, wait a second. Not only are you ignoring our community with the, with respect to immigration, but now it's highlighting all the other issues where the black community has been ignored by the people they put in power, right? But, but it, 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 it's not so much that the people have really put these, uh, these clowns and crooks in power. These people fix elections and everything. When it comes to the election machines and all that, these people, will, they will steal an election. Look, when Trump started talking about the election would be stolen. He was speaking child's play compared to what happens here in Chicago. I mean, these people openly steal elections. They openly um, um, contract out to companies that are politically connected to the Democratic Party. And while those machines are in those factories, by the time they, they make it to, those machines make it to the polling uh, places, I mean, the votes are already on the machines. This is what we're dealing with in this corrupt city. And so we're saying to all of us as Americans, let's rise up and, and let's, let's make the voice a whole, a whole lot louder, uh, you know, than even what you heard come from Trump, because he, it was something that he was seeing. And we understand and we get it because it happens here all the time. And, and when he said that they were about to steal the election and uh, with these mail-in ballots and everything, we know what that type of corruption looks like. This is one of the most corrupt cities in the country. So it's not that people were just were, were voting for this Democratic Party. They were still in the elections. And then the very few people who are voting, these are city employees. Uh, this is orchestrated, man. But look, look, at, look at the numbers on, on, on who are voting. 
versus the number of people who are registered in the city. Very small, very small amounts because the people are just tired of it, have given in, they say to hell with it. But us rising up as Americans against this will expose it on levels that they won't be able to steal it at the polling booth. They won't be able to quell the, uh, the voice of the people. Uh, and, and so the move is for us to all, I mean, stay in tune with one another, stay in touch, keep organizing. We must keep organizing. We must raise the people up. Uh, January 6th was not all bad. Trump was telling America that if this Democrat party steals the election, then they are going to uh, flood this country with mass immigration. And so I would say to those who probably the last time look at it as an insurrection, to get on board with the bigger community to say that, man, we cannot, in the interest of uh, not upsetting the Democrat party or just letting them have their way as if they're um, three-year-old children uh, that don't want you to, to uh, discipline them for what they're doing, I would say that we all jump on, we get on board, man, and, and, and speak loudly as a, you know, in bigger numbers. I mean, we don't have to come to Washington, D.C. We can speak with, in, in different uh, cities that we're in, right? Um, by, by saying on, on this day and this time, you know, uh, we're asking that the press meet us in the various cities where we are going to have the masses risen up. And, and, and we show that across the country that we're tired of what's happening here. You know, these people literally have an immigrant agenda that has hijacked the Democratic Party. The immigrant agenda and the immigrant population has hijacked America. Look at Minneapolis, Minnesota. How is it that a refugee who was pushed out of her own country by her own people could come here and become a congressman? That should be a threat to national security. No way should she be able to be a congressman. No way should uh, another Somali become the mayor of uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, we cannot afford. Mm -hmm. Some have suggested that um, because the black community, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with Donald Trump. Donald Trump's the first Republican that's come along in a long time and just spoke the truth about the border, about crime. Um, and and black support for Donald Trump just keeps increasing every time he runs. Oh, yes. A lot of people suggested because um, the black community is supporting Donald Trump, this the, the border is open. They're basically trying to to replace the black vote that they're losing. I no, 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 no. They're replacing all Americans, not mainly. I mean, on a large scale, black voters. But this is an all out invasion against all Americans. And if we don't uh, look at it as such, those who don't believe it'll, it'll happen to them, I mean, you're gonna fall victim, you're gonna fall prey. Look at California. It didn't just happen to black people in California. This happened to all Americans, where you had what I call immigrant supremacy took over California in various parts, LA County. These people burned American citizens out of their homes, killed people. And, and it was played down in the press as if just another day of violence. No, man. These people, they moved on all Americans. You know, that's why I, a lot of these issues, I don't like to get down into white versus black and all these things. No, no. As Americans, we are being moved on by this invasion. And all the different immigrant groups have come together under one roof. And that's why we shouldn't delineate and separate ourselves. 
When you look at what's called Cities for Action, this is over 200 mayors and county executives who joined forces to agree with giving America over to uh, these immigrants in these various cities, right? Then you look at what's called the National Office of New Americans, which is headquartered out of the White House, y'all. The, the first Office of New Americans that was established was established here in Chicago under uh, uh, Mayor Rahm Emanuel, right? And and have you ever heard of the Office of New Americans by any chance? I've heard about it from you talking about it. Yeah, it made me yes. look into it. Yeah. Yes. So when you look at Office of New Americans, this is where, where all immigrant groups have joined forces to uh, to basically conquer and invade America. And the Democratic Party is funding this. They are directly funding uh, uh, the invasion and takeover of America. Our tax dollars are paying for our demise. We have to be crazy to sit back and allow this to happen without any type of resistance. And I'm talking about large scale resistance. And so if they're gonna call that insurrection, they're gonna call that whatever they wanna call it, then, then so be it. But we're not gonna sit back and, and watch you make us homeless, uh, uh, you know, take our schools, and you know, just on, on any given day, uh, while it's cold outside, tell us that our children have to stay home, which means that the parents have to, in some cases, uh, 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 you know, reconstruct their whole day right they they i mean just just think about both parents that have to work during that time and then uh, a day before you tell those parents that oh you have to keep your children at home so now one parent has got to stay home miss work um and to accommodate a bunch of illegal people no man we we we, we we're not that generous we should not be that sympathetic toward a group of people who not only walked in this country illegal but once they get here, they have no respect for, for those who are even attempting to give them any type of help. Look, look at how they, you know, um, you know, basically told the uh, elected officials, you know, that what they didn't like about the hotels that they were living in. We're talking luxury hotels that these people are still not satisfied. And so uh, we say to all of America, let's join forces. And I'm talking about not just join forces and, and talk about this. Let's, let's come out of our pockets, let's organize our numbers, and we turn this into a mass movement to deport. Mass deportations are gonna have to happen, but this is gonna take a very big marketing campaign through media, from man, ground to air, and, and, and which means that we're gonna have to uh, raise monies in order to get the message to every American. You know, it's not that simple as just going on social media or uh, doing an interview on the news or, no, man, we're gonna have to take the old way with flyers, with our phones, every source of uh, communication in order to get this message out. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that if people knew about the Office of New Americans, they would not be accepting this. Anybody that read their document would not accept this. I mean, these people are openly showing that they have unified we're talking groups like the Jewish Federation, um, uh, Asian American Association, African International House, United African Organization, UNO with, with the Hispanic community, the Muslim Resource Center. And there's a coalition here in Illinois where the Arabs, the uh, Africans, Europeans, uh, and other groups, they form this coalition. These people have no allegiance to this country. It's America second for them. And we have to organize to be America first. 
and even you even uh, also along with american citizens in your community and mine are uh, uh part and partial to what's going on i mean you have some ladies down in florida where you are ladies that i have learned uh, of uh, through social media nikki barnes and uh claudia i'm not i mean her name is uh, leslie weems and people like that some other attorneys these people are down in florida and, and, and Democrat Shields, outright Democrat Shields, who see nothing wrong with what's going on. And I call their names because of, of how hard they push against Americans. And so I'm calling their names, one, because uh, they push against us, then two, because they're in Florida, right there where you are. I want you to know who they are. Oh, okay? I know who they Directly are. Working, I, you know, right, right. And so, and so you, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, what you say is, is so, it's so important because, um, you talk about all the different organizations, whether they be Asian American organizations, Jewish American, all these organizations. The, we all know uh, these are really socialist organizations that pretend to take yes. people, and this has been like that forever. And you look at all the organizations that pop up. No, no, no. We, we're going we're gonna to be a little bit. Uh, we're going to take it a step further. These yeah. are overthrow the government. That's right. Well, but that's what their goal is because no, America, I understand, as long but as it I, exists. But, but see, I want the everyday yeah. people when they hear this, yeah, to understand that these people are here to aid and abet the overthrowing of this government yeah well you see that so these you see are, people coming across right i mean they're all yes. young males all in i always point out their shoes because they all have brand new clean shoes shoes yes. cleaner than i wear and i'm like how are you uh you know uh, running away from you know how how are you uh, what do they call that when they uh, asylum, asylum how are you an asylum seeker with clean shoes and i know that seems petty but i mean that doesn't seem like you're fleeing does it where are you they getting are these brand seekers. new clothes and being dropped off right at the border you're not like you've been walking through the desert the only place you walked through was the border look watch this these are not asylum seekers asylum right. seekers are people who are running for, for their lives right right they're not people who stay in this country, work for six months, send send money home every single month or every single week, whenever they get money, and then go back and visit that country within six months to a year. You're not an asylum seeker. And that's one thing I like that uh, Senator Cruz brought up uh, on the Senate floor. And he was questioning the guy, uh, the guy, what is his name, Mayor or something? I mean, from ICE. I can't, I can't, I can't pronounce his name. But he was asking them that question. How are these asylum seekers when these people work in America, send money back to their country, and within six months to a year, they're going back and visiting in those countries? So how are you running away from the threat of death when you're going back to visit the very country that you say that you sought asylum in America uh, uh, against, right? How are you a migrant? You migrate in the same country that you live in. You don't migrate across the border. No, these are illegal immigrants, and they need to be held accountable for breaking the law. And I don't care who is against us saying it. I think that we need to say it more. I think we need to organize more around exposing that this Democrat Party is dead set on replacing us, not just at the polling booth, but also in the workspaces. There would be no opportunities for Americans if we don't put a stop to this. What do you think is going to happen when those opportunities are taken away? People are going to turn on them, on themselves. No. You, you, and, 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 and when the people begin to rise, you made them police officers. Yeah. You, 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 you're making them the politicians, which means that they can arrest and have the powers to kill American citizens. They have the power to also, through these political positions, uh, 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 
vote on legislation that harms Americans. What are we going to wait till they get in place for us to understand and realize that this is what this is about? Or are we going to rise up right now and do something about it as Americans? And I want to say this to us as men, because our women and children are dependent on us to first and foremost rise up about this. What are we going to do? And when are we going to do it? We are not going to, we should not sit back and allow this to happen to the future of our children. What respect would they have for us if we allow this to happen? I mean, they, they, they're not going to respect us. And so we better think about that, bro. We really better think about that. I, I, I can't believe, I mean, no, I can, because I heard about you. Uh, mm -hmm. The truth that is coming out of your mouth that all of our listeners and viewers are seeing right now, because um, you're spot on 1000% correct. You've given me things to think about. Hopefully you give everybody something to think about because you're exactly right. It's not an immigration problem. It's an invasion problem. Yes. And they're taking over this country. And, you know, earlier on the show, I talked about Martin Luther King and I talked about his dream. And it's amazing now that here we are in 2024 and we're starting to see his dream that people can rise up together. And it's not about the color of our skin, the content of our character. We're rising up as Americans walking together. And it's because now we have to save the country. And, uh, you know. <laughs> but see, we dealt, we dealt. We've been dealing with the older generation. We've been dealing with the older generation that, uh, to some extent, didn't get it. Uh, we, we, we dealt with a generation that, no matter what this Democrat Party did through media, they went along with it from all our communities. And so now that we are the mothers and fathers of America, we got to look at what worked, keep doing that, and what didn't work, we must oppose. And so this mass immigration uh, coming into our cities under Cities for Action and the Office of New Americans, no, we're not going to accept this. We, we can, we cannot, our children cannot risk, well, we can't risk the future of our children with this go along to get along mentality and attitude. We don't owe it to anybody to put them in front of us as Americans. I don't give a damn where they come from. We don't owe it to their children. If you don't want to break the families up, when you send the parents back, you send the damn children back with them. Problem solved. Mark, you got to keep on this because I, I think what you're saying, what you're doing, and the organization that you're doing, I really do believe it's going to help save America. How can people support you, find you, um, donate? How can people help? How can we help you? Well, well, well what I would like uh, is that after we get everything really structured that i come back on your show and come to go on other shows and and give that information out uh, um, i mean but you can find me right now on twitter i know most people see me on twitter uh, um, mark car m-a-r-k-c-a-r zero five eight seven four one one okay and 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 uh you know Right now, let's keep having the conversations, right? Um, I think things froze up. I see. I hear you just fine. There you are. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 Mark Carr, M A R K C A R, zero five eight seven four one one, and just tune in with me on uh, Twitter. But as we, you know, set our infrastructure up, because we have candidates that we're running 
Uh, and so we want to ask everybody across the country to donate to this Going Red uh, campaign when it's time. But I know I would need people like yourself to bring me back on so we can start spreading this message across the country, uh, raising money, because in a city like Chicago, it's going to take money to go up against this Democrat machine. But let me tell you, once we defeat them, it sends a strong message across this country. The Democratic National Convention is coming. So imagine if we raise enough uh, funds to, to, to orchestrate and accommodate a million people coming here from all across the country so that we can be together as one. Imagine what a million people in, at a press conference would look like. That would send shockwaves across the country, not just here in Chicago, but all across the country to this Democrat party. And then we leave from Chicago to go back to our various cities and organize for this general election. That's what we're gonna to have to do. And so we're gonna need this help from all of America. We need you to help spread that message in whatever way possible. But we wanna we want to get this one right. We want you to have get my word. Right. We will spread this message on the show. You're welcome back anytime. I will use whatever platform I have. Uh, we'll use Twitter spaces. We will get this message out and we're gonna support you. And uh, so Mark, keep fighting. Uh, we'll talk to you in the Twitter space. Um, the post show, the post Pollock show Twitter space. And we'll talk more about this and we'll, we'll get the word out and we'll support you in any way we can. Mark, you, Mark, thank you so much for coming on our show and uh, sharing this message with our audience. Thanks for having me. Let's do it. There you guys have heard it. Uh, that's Mark Carter. He is, uh, everywhere these days. He's been on Fox. He's been on a lot of different channels. His message is resonating with so many people. He's speaking the truth. Um, about this, it's not a migrant issue. It's an invasion, and, and we've all been saying it. And this is the thing that's going to unite the country. And you know what? You heard him. It's Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the the vehicle that's been waking everybody up to this, which is why it's so important that Donald Trump win, because he is going to carry. He's already said. You heard him in Iowa. He said, "When I win, we're going to have a mass deportation like you've never seen." It's exactly what Mark is calling for. He's going to invasion, and the work that Mark is doing is so vital to what we're trying to do to save America. Guys, what he's saying is true. There is an invasion going on. These groups that pretend to look after people, they're not looking after anybody. They're looking after the Communist Party. They're looking after the socialists that want to take over this country. It's up to us to keep having these discussions and, and people like Mark to organize this community. I'm so excited, excited to see this because this really is what a united America looks like. This, this is what, what unity looks like. Uh, not what the Democrats pretend it is. This movement right here, this America First movement, this is what saves America. Guys, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to Iowa. Because as Mark says, when, when we start bringing more people over here to our side of the tent, our side of the aisle, uh, what are we walking them into? Uh, it needs to be Donald Trump. So we're going to talk about what's going on in Iowa. So don't go anywhere. The David Pollack Show will be right back. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, 
the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. And guys, if you go to uh, beardvet.com, you use promo code David, you save yourself 10%. And who can't use 10% uh, in Joe Biden's economy? You can also go check out Beard Vet Tactical, where they have uh, survival gear. Um, they have pepper sprays and ammunition and, and, and anything else you might need. And again, promo code David saves you money there as well. So make sure you go check out beardvet.com. Get yourself some coffee. Get yourself some tactical gear. And uh, they also, a portion of their proceeds goes to take care of veterans. So it's a great organization, and they take care of our show as well. So uh, we encourage you to do business there. Um, we, I also want to let you know about a couple of other sponsors and that do great work. Um, if you're in the Orlando area, I want to tell you about Topper's uh, Frozen Custard. I call it ice cream. It's a little bit different than ice cream. Um, Topper's is over in Apopka. Um, what they do so well is this frozen custard. So it's like soft serve, but it's richer, has more flavor. You can pick whatever toppings you want, which makes it great. They have pup cups for your four-legged friends. Um, and so it's a great uh, treat. They got great reviews on Google. I think over almost 500 five-star reviews. Great service, great product. So if you're in the Apopka area, make sure you go check out Toppers. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Um, also, in the times we live in today, it is vital um, to have a secure VOIP. And I want to tell you about Public Telephone Company. Uh, Public Telephone Company is a full-service VOIP company. Um, what VOIP is, it's a phone company. It replaces your phone company. What's cool is they're encrypted. And their prices are better. Their service is better. It's U.S.-based support. Um, so if you need phone, home phone, business phone, they can do your whole office, whatever you need. You need to go check out Public Telephone Company. Get yourself some secure, reliable U.S.-based service. Um, also, for my friends out there who might be um, looking to get life insurance or take care of their businesses and, and, and get some financial products, you need to check out FinSec. Uh, FinSec is a life insurance company, but they also uh, help out high net worth individuals um, with securing your assets. So go check out FinSec Life um, and get yourself taken care of uh, for your future generations today. All right, well, getting right back into it. Um, as you heard before, um, you talk, we talked about uh, Mark Carter. You talked about immigration. talked about mass deportation. You talked about America First. There is only one candidate uh, that's America First, and that's Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is doing really well in the polls. Um, and he's 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 basically in Iowa right now, just waiting waiting for the results to come in. Ron DeSantis has basically put his whole entire uh, campaign um, in in, uh, in in Iowa, and he's like, "Well, this is where we win." But it's not looking like he's going. Nikki Haley, I think, is passing him in the polls. Um, it's really interesting what's going on out there now. Uh, Trump was in Iowa today. This is video thirteen. Uh, talking about the polling, and um, he knows he's doing well. Uh, you can go ahead and roll it. Let's hear from Donald Trump in Iowa. We're leading 
By the way, we're leading in the polls by a lot, not just this poll. We're leading nationally. Uh, one just came out. We're at 71 to 9 and 11. You ever notice the fake news? They go, Haley is surging. She went from 8 to 11. I went from 66 to 71. And DeSantis went down two. So she overtook him by one at 11. And the story is, Haley surges. I'm at 71. She's at 11. I went up more points than her. And the funny thing, you know, I don't have so many points to gain, right? It's that I don't have the same vast wealth of points to gain. The headline, Haley surges. Trump's doing okay, too. From the beginning, they've been throwing everything at us, the never-ending steam of, and really, a, just a system of uh, high-energy steam. It's hoaxes, it's witch hunts, it's lies and horrendous abuses of power. From Russia, 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 you remember that? Yeah, please sit down. Hey, look, you know what? We have so much time today. There's no football game that anybody wants to watch. There's nothing. We got a lot of time today. Should we do the long version or the short version? <laughs> Should we do? They can never get enough of Trump. Uh, you know, look, he, he's he's just um, everybody loves Donald Trump. I mean, you compare that. And what's and I don't know if you guys saw this It's so interesting. So, you know, Vivek uh, has been sort of like somehow running in support of Trump, but at the same time running for president and somehow threading that needle. Um, but he stepped in it a little bit uh, over the weekend. Uh, this can be uh, video 10. And he was telling a voter, you know, vote for me, not Trump, because I can save Trump. Anyway, I had some fun with it. Um, I made it a little dramatic for you. Uh, here's a dramatic Vivek Ramaswamy telling uh, a Trump supporter to vote for him instead. Go ahead and roll it. They say, how do you feel about the United States? On the and next say, Days of Our Lies. My job that you don't have to feel that way in this country. But we're losing it. We're, lo you think, we're losing it. It, it pains me to hear it. that. Yes. It's 1776 moments. I want your support at that Iowa caucus. I I'm, get emotional. I'm, I'm emotional about this country. It's about this country. You want to save, you want to save Trump, you vote for me. I'm telling yeah. you that. You, you vote for Trump. You're sending He's him. a sledgehammer. No, but you're sending him to his own demise. You're falling into the trap that not only a country's falling in, that he's falling. You want to save Trump, you vote for me. I need your support of the Iowa caucus. I will consider. Thank you. Yeah, that's basically how you lose a sale, right? Y'all consider it. I got to go home and talk to my wife. Uh, I'll get back to you. Um, that's but when you compare that to Donald Trump, the disingenuousness of Vivek there. I, I, I mean, that is just, you know, telling Trump supporters that they're going to go and, and yeah, I can, I'm the only one to go. I mean, that's ridiculous. So anyway, Trump has been upset about this. Now Trump is actually striking out. This is topic three um, against Vivek. And here's what he said on his platform, Truth Social. You see it right here. Uh, Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president in generations. Unfortunately, uh, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. I mean, Guys, this is uh, Vivek's desanctimonious moment, and uh, he certainly has the ire of Trump and a lot of Trump supporters. And But, I mean, I, I always wondered that. How does Vivek act like he's defending Trump, but at the same time uh, opposing him? I mean, he's running against him. So, anyway, there's Vivek. I, I think that's basically the beginning of the end for him. He's polling lower than anybody else, by the way.
Even Ron DeSantis is polling um, higher than him. Um, but I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, you you've seen everything they've thrown at Trump, but people still love him. You, you know, every the, the left and in the Never Trumpers seem to think that January 6th is the thing that's going to get rid of Donald Trump. The impeachments, the Russian hoaxes, everything, the indictments. They think it's going to be the thing that gets rid of Donald Trump. But you've heard from Mark Carter. These are the things that are uniting people around him. That's what's so interesting that the left and the never Trumpers don't see. This is why people love Donald Trump. Because he understands what they see. He's always spoken for them. He did this in 2016. He did this for 2020. And he's certainly doing it now. But this has, I mean, look, this is going to be video 12. This is Frank Luntz. He's so angry. Uh, he's, such, he's always been a never Trumper. But listen to what he says here. Go ahead and roll it. It's very interesting. If you had to bet $150,000 on who's going to win in November, who would you bet on? I never dreamed that I would say this. But I would never bet dreamed. on Trump. I never. I thought it was done. I thought it was mm -hmm. over. You don't come back from an impeachment. You don't come back from January 6th. You don't come back from any of this. But he's come back. The guy's a survivor, and his opponent is having so much trouble that I would, at this point, give the edge to Trump. Poor thing. Poor thing. He's so disappointed. You know, it sounds like, you know, when a villain gets defeated at the end of a movie, I thought we had him. I mean, what, what you see in Frank, that disappointment, Frank Luntz's face. It's that same disappointment, that realization that's going on right now in the Republican Party. They realize that Trump is going to be the nominee in spite of everything they threw at him. Haley knows it. DeSantis knows it. Ram Swamy knows it. Chris Christie knew it. You heard his uh, swan song. You know, he, he gets out of the race. And what is that? Man, I should have got that video for you guys. He gets out of the race. And he's like, I'm going to do anything that I can to ensure that Donald Trump doesn't get elected. Well, how are you going to do that, Chris Christie? Exactly. If the majority of Americans vote for him, what are you going to do to keep him from getting elected? Exactly. Are you going to ask the electors not to vote for him? Are you going to try to stop him in the courts? Are you just going to tell Joe Biden he doesn't have to turn over power? What do you plan on doing, establishment Chris Christie? Because I promise you guys, they're not just simply going to listen to the voters and say, ah, yeah, that's cool. Donald Trump won again. Let's escort him into the office. If you think they're going to let Donald Trump just stroll right back into the White House, you're not paying attention. And when you hear people like Chris Christie say, I'm not going to let him become president. And you see Ron DeSantis and, and, and Nikki Haley staying in this race, knowing that they have no shot. Even Chris Christie said it on a hot mic. Knowing that they have no shot. What are they in this race for? They're the establishment's last hope. They're not done trying to stop Donald Trump. But we're not done helping him get elected. You heard from Mark Carter. Donald Trump is Winning in the polls like he's never won before. I sound like Donald Trump there. W winning bigly and all the, he's winning everywhere. 
No matter what they do to him, his numbers just keep going up because America is sick of the baloney. They're sick of the wide-open borders. They're sick of the uh, weaponization of the Justice Department, the weaponization of the courts. They're tired of it all. They are ready to re-reelect Donald Trump. And you hear places like Chicago. Donald Trump is going to win in more places. But now, Mark had a point. It's not that people are even voting for the Democrats. Sometimes machines vote themselves, supposedly. The good news is, I think Trump is going to perform so much better because Joe Biden is such a tremendous failure. And with RFK Jr. in the race polling somewhere about 10 and 11 percent, there's not going to be enough never Trump vote to go in Biden's way. We are beyond the margin of fraud at this point, guys, beyond the margin of fraud. We're in a place where Donald Trump might win by historic margins which is exactly what this country needs. What, what this country needs is Donald Trump to get back into office, stop the mass migration, invasion, whatever it is at the southern border, start building the wall again. Taiwan, I, I talked about this earlier, Taiwan. China's not happy about their new president. We already have the war in Ukraine. We have this war in Israel. We have people attacking Israel. Now we're striking Yemen. The world is falling apart. The country is falling apart. Your gas prices aren't going down any lower. Your groceries aren't getting any cheaper. Your credit card bills are getting higher. Your mortgages are getting more expensive. Look at your life now compared to the way your life was just a few years ago. I mean, yeah, three years have gone by. Just a few years ago. Are you better off now than you were before? Nobody's life is better now than it was before, except for the millions of people coming across our southern border illegally, kicking American kids out of their schools so they can have shelter. Those are the only people doing better than before. It's time to put America first. It's time to reelect Donald Trump. It's time to get behind people like Mark Carter. And this is what's going to happen. When these results in Iowa come out later, you're going to see just how well Donald Trump is doing, just how many people are willing to walk through the snow. That's their vote for America first. Will Ron DeSantis drop out, support Nikki Haley, become her, her VP? Who knows? Nobody is going for even a second that anybody's going to be the nominee but Donald Trump. It is time for the establishment wing of the Republican Party to just come to terms with the fact that the American people are rejecting them and are ready to put first, foot forward America first. Either get behind Donald Trump or get out of his way because the American people are going to replace you soon enough. That's you, Ronna McDaniel. That's all of the rhinos in Congress that want to do deals with Democrats versus securing the border, doing what's necessary to protect America. America first is coming. That is all the time I have left, guys. Uh, stay tuned. It's going to be an exciting night. We're going to be in our Twitter space later talking about the results from Iowa. Uh, Mark Carter is going to be coming in there. We're going to talk to him. Uh, we're going to remember MLK and his dream. And uh, we're going to talk about how we're going to unite to save this country. Guys, uh, I hope you tune in. Same time, same place, uh, every week. And uh, you guys are the most important part of the show, the viewers. Uh, let's see what happens tonight. And we'll talk about it real soon. Good night, everybody.